Hey, hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fix Your Crown podcast, part of Nerdual Inc. I am Matthew Feiler, and I am so excited to be here with Dr. Tristica McRae today. And it's her birthday, so happy birthday. Thank you. It's probably such an exciting day. I hope the uh, cold isn't, uh, is it warm by you or? Yeah. We're in San Diego. Yeah, it's pretty warm today. <laughs> but here in New Jersey, it's like 15 degrees. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, yes. So it's, I forgot, I was like, right, you're across the coast. So you're at least in more warm weather. But yeah, we have a big snowstorm coming. I think a few weeks ago, there was like a tropical storm when I interviewed you the first time. So it's always weather. There's always uh, something. <laughs> always something. So. But I'm so glad to be here, honored to be interviewing you on your birthday. Um, so I am a recent grad of Ithaca College. I graduated in May of 2020. And when I was looking for open positions of internships post-graduation, I found out about this position. And I thought that it would have been such a good position for me because it mixed my major of communications and I was involved in the radio station and podcasting at school and my minor in, my, in counseling, just what the topic and content of these podcasts are about. So it's been so great to be here. I've interviewed so many people and um, this is my last interview, but it's amazing to be doing it with Dr. Tristica and I am so um, glad to be here doing it with you. So um, first of all, I know I already wished you a happy birthday. I'll keep on wishing you a happy birthday because you deserve it. Um, and, and <laughs> because you do um but are you doing anything special for your birthday whether it's today or no just to no. Be inter- doing an interview right <laughs> doing this wonderful <laughs> interview that i was so excited to do and i was like oh my god it's his last one he's been doing such an amazing job <laughs> thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it and it's like i said honored to be doing this with your birthday good way to celebrate so one for the books so first <laughs> so talking about your birthday talking about what's going on um these are some strange times we're in with covid and um you know lockdowns and uh going to school not going to school hybrid all these options um but uh what have you done in these times sort of to take care of your self-care to be able to uh, make sure ensure that you are staying on top of things in the midst of all the uh confusion going on i think one of the most important things that i've been doing is doing a lot of journaling and also Mm. writing so um Mm. i'm actually right now writing children's books so by the by summer, I should have, I'm doing like a, a series for children and it's going to be under Nerdrill Inc. So right now, just finishing up these children's books and, um, you know, yeah, just writing, uh, writing in my journal. Um, I took a few classes <laughs> and um, that was interesting to be back in class and seeing everybody on Zoom again. And, um, yeah, just doing a lot of journaling um, and writing. Writing's good therapy. Yeah, to put out your emotions. Otherwise, it just sort of stays inside. But if you express yourself. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. And the children's books. That's so cool. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) To look at it on the shelf and be like, whoa. (laughs) No. (laughs) I know know the author personally. (laughs) Right. Um, great. So but that, those seem like really great self-care tips. And I hope that our listeners either were inspired by some of the things you did or have found their own ways to take care of themselves. Because it's really important. Otherwise, it's easy to drive yourself crazy or, um, you know, get really low on yourself. I know 
that's something sometimes I struggle with. So it's good to definitely um, take care. Um, so that's some of the things you actually do, but in terms of maybe some of the lessons that you've learned or things that you've sort of been able to take with you from this experience. So what are some things you learned during the pandemic? Um, not doing self-care, because I know I had the opportunity last year to work in um, urgent care, and I also worked in testing sites for COVID, and I wasn't doing any self-care, and I noticed that I would tend to be super tired and over working myself, because, you know, I have Nurgle Inc., and then I'm working in urgent care, so during that time, it was like, I wasn't getting any rest. I was probably sleeping like four, four hours, five hours. So not getting rest, that's something I took for granted. <laughs> and I don't now, you know, sometimes I get in a little nap every now and then, but um, not being able to rest. And I think a peace of mind is the best thing you should have in this time is a peace of mind. And, um, learning how to not take everything what's going on so serious you know turn off the tv um turn off the news and just you know find self first before you turn on those news because you'll watch the news and you'll be watching it for like two to three hours and then you got to get up and you got to go to work so yeah just take some time for yourself so you're, you're talking about the testing. So were you in one of those like hazmat suits? Hazmat suits that might... <laughs> you know, well, we, when we first started testing, we didn't have to wear the suits. So mm. this was back and because it wasn't that bad, like how it is now. So um, we had our jackets, you know, doctor jackets and, you know, whatever covers. But, you know, not as bad as it is now. So grateful I had the experience, but I don't want to do any more testing sites. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I didn't even do it and I don't blame you. So uh, yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> so now that we got a little bit about your birthday and what's going on, um, a little bit about your career and what you've been doing. So first of all, just generally, how do you define leadership? Ooh. Now, it's funny because I teach a leadership program and there's so many things about leadership that I've learned during this time, especially working in COVID and um, it's about compassion and learning how to, you know, thrive as a leader, but also be humble at the same time because you want to make sure the people around you are also successful at whatever you're doing. Um, especially if you are the lead person or you're the person that's um, helping, you know, another individual to be successful. So I think leadership to me is um, being a, a servant as not being, you know, what I mean by servant is someone who is willing to serve without expecting something back. And I think that's what leadership is. You're just leading and being an example to others around you and you know even you and others who have been an intern you know I hope you guys had the opportunity to fill that leadership role you know checking up on you guys to make sure you guys were good that's leader just to see if you guys are doing well you know we're mm -hmm. not in the same city 
um, just to make sure that whoever is working with you, that you're able to accomplish what you're doing with us. So that's leadership to me. Mm, well spoken. And uh, yeah, that's, that's really great. And thank you for that. Um, and then going off of that, I guess, springing off of that, what inspired you to even start your organization, Nerds Rural Inc.? Um, I started Nerds Rural Inc. in 2011. And um, I remember I went to a leadership conference mm-hmm. and I didn't hear community leadership. I just heard one person saying, I, 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like, I, but what about the community? Like, what is he doing for the community? And I remember writing my notes down and I was putting down his eyes and what my eyes look like. And my eyes didn't look like me. My eyes said community. So Mm -hmm. I remember writing, you know, down and I was like, well, what can I call my organization? I'm such a nerd. I came to figure it out. And I was like, nerd. I was like, yeah, I am a nerd. And I was like, I rule the world, you know, how women rule the world. And I was like, nerds rule ink. Okay, this is going to (laughs) fit. I'm going to use this. And ever since then, you know, um, it's been, it's been a journey, you know, it hasn't been easy, but it's been very great because I've met a lot of wonderful people um, from teens to young adults to international partners. Um, it has been a really great, a great ride. Thank you for that. And I think that's so wonderful that you saw something that was missing, the we aspect, and instead of just complaining about it, or instead of just, you know, comp- saying, hey, man, or hey, person who spoke at the conference, like, this is what's wrong with you. You said, no, I want to be the change. I want to create something that I believe in and sort of take the next step. And instead of just, you know, what do I do with my life? Blah, blah, blah. You took initiative and created this beautiful organization that has inspired so many, including me. So, yeah. Um, it's, and you might have touched on this already, but I'd be interesting, interested to hear this um, angle. Some of the questions you sent into me, some of the questions I thought about myself going off of your questions, but what is the best part about being the president or being in charge, running your own organization? The best part, um, meeting everybody. I have met some amazing individuals. Um, there has been pe- there have been people who have been a part of Nerdral Inc. that um, you know they were here for a season of my life, and you know they left an imprint. And you know sometimes we want to hold on to individuals who cross our paths, but you know, sometimes they are just there to teach us something. So Mm -hmm. I have met a lot of great people and, you know, being in charge, it's it's not like a, I just feel honored because it's, I'm planting seeds in individuals to make them grow in their community or they're just growing on their own in leadership. And that has been the great, the best part as you know, I'm learning, they're learning as well. But most of the time, you know, we're learning as a team or we're learning to make our lives even better. So just being a a role model, I can say, to individuals to say, um, 
you know, let's, let's create something for the better. Let's create something for the next generation. Cause that's my goal with my organization is to, you know, leave this um, organization to my children whenever I have children that they can say, hey, you know, my mom created something and we're just taking, you know, the baton and carrying it on. So my my organization is my legacy to my next generation of my children and the next generation of leaders. Wow. <laughs> It's amazing. It's really, it says so much about you and that's, that's wonderful. Um, so it seems like a great program when you could feed off of yourself and give to other people and be that role model and sort of start something and then just sort of let it grow as time goes on and let it build. Like, and yeah, that, that's awesome. So I, we spoke about sort of the organization why you started and I, I want to get to the Nerd Drink Academy and the fellows program. Mm -hmm. um, but first, even before we get there, um, for people listening, what are some of the programs or benefits that Nerdzo Inc. Inc. offers to individuals part of um, the, who are, who are interning, who are pe people part of, you know, you spoke about the community aspect. So what are some of the benefits that sort of come from um, or that people can um, be able to reap from the organization? So with us, with Nerdzo Inc., we have created, um, we have four good programs right now, <laughs> but they have been life-changing for a lot of people. Um, we have the Queendom Project, which is helping girls, young girls identify their purpose. Um, in the Queendom Project, um, a lot of the girls have either come from domestic violence or mm -hmm. sexual abuse or bullying. And we have the Ambassador Project. Now the Ambassador Project, I created when I was teaching um, third through fifth grade. And I was like, oh man, I was in this fellows program and we had to create something to graduate. So I noticed that my students would get so bored in class. And I was like, I gotta do something like to lift their spirits. So I remember I had the in classroom and I said, you guys, we are going to create a mall in the classroom. And this was in 2017. So we moved all our desks. We moved them all around the room. And I said, everybody partner together and um, create a store or something. So I remember they were like, a store? So I remember how excited they were. And they were planning out one thing. And there's this one student who he it was so hard his family said they they couldn't believe how close he was with me because he wasn't opening up to any teachers but me so I made him the IRS in the class so I made him write down you know what they were doing um, how they could pass and get their A or their B in their store so I was like oh my god this is so fun and I saw how their face would light up we had a bank, we had um, a clothing store, we had a paint store. It was like a big mall. So 2017, I created the Ambassador Project. And um, 10 to 15 were in the group. And 10 years old to 15, and they create a project in their community. They can um, do backpack drive, um, get supplies for kids. Um, and then we have the bullying prevention project, which is very, that was a really 
strong impact in the community because I had the opportunity to do it in English and Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, so that really encouraged me to keep doing that. And um, we have the mental health program where individuals can um, get counseling for free. And um, we just added on an eating disorder as well. And that has been something that a lot of people don't talk to talk about because it's very taboo because you may not think you have an eating disorder. But, um, you know, just giving those tools so everybody can identify with their their problems, but in a safe place. So with Nurgle Inc., we're creating a safe space for individuals who really don't talk about, you know, mental health and their, their household or eating disorder. You know, those are very taboo in, you know, different households. So that's something um, we like to do here at Nurgle Inc. is to create a safe space so individuals will speak about what they are holding within. Mm. And once that happens, they could become their false self and they could learn that self-care and they could learn to be confident and they could learn what it means to be a leader and to be passionate and for themselves and other people and you're doing mm -hmm. the work. So yeah, you're instilling those skills in them um, and, and, and learning, teaching people just how to be decent human beings, which is like at the end of the day, going to make the world a better place. So yes. um, yeah. Thank you. And then going off of that, you created the Nerd Inc. Academy and the Fellows Program. And I know you have a cohort graduation this weekend. So yes. there's a lot of exciting <laughs> things coming up. So let's speak about birthday, interview, graduation. It's an exciting time for you. I'm really excited about this cohort because um, in, April, in April when I was working in urgent care, I remember I was coming out for my lunch break. And I remember I was crying at my lunch break because it was just so like I, I give my applause to everyone who is working during this time because it's very stressful um, it's very depressing and I remember I was on my lunch break and I was I took my journal out and I just started bawling at my lunch break mm. and I was like this is so stressful because you know we're wearing um, protective stuff all day and you're just tired, you're mentally tired. You, you know, patient care is something I love, but during that time it was just hard. And I remember taking my journal out and I was like, what can I do on the weekends for self-care? And I was like, hmm, it'd be great if I, you know, teach something. And I wrote down Leadership Academy and I was like, Nurgle Inc. Academy? Wait a minute. So I started writing out a curriculum every day on my lunch break, the whole, the whole nine yards on my lunch break every day, the whole month of, Mar of April. And then March, I sent out an email blast to all my international partners and, you know, and then to like organizations that I've worked with. And I think it went out to like 400 organizations and, um, you know, the emails start coming in. I was like, is this really going to happen? <laughs> is this, am I really going to be teaching on the weekends? And I remember it just started coming in from Uganda, France, Spain, Nigeria, Argentina. Um, there was just so many emails everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, 
oh my God, this is really going to happen. And the first day I pulled up the screen on my, um, my Zoom and I seen all these little boxes <laughs> with all these people and they're like speaking different languages. And I'm like, uh, hi, <laughs> hi everybody. <laughs> and they're like, we, 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 you know, just talking in French and Spanish and everything. And I was like, I need to translate, but I can't. <laughs> and they're like, oh, just type it in the box. So some of my fellows don't speak English. They either speak Spanish or speak French. And there's another language, but they have learned how to um, speak English because of the program. Um, mm. They didn't want to miss this opportunity to work with me. And I was yeah. like, oh, great. Yeah, the one of the guys who is from, <sighs> gosh, I can't think where he's from. But he only speaks French. And one of my graduates from France, she translates for me. Yeah. And that has been a blessing as well. But all of our emails that they send, you know, in Google, you can translate. translate. So that's how everybody's been in the program. They've translated all my work into their language so they can continue to learn. Wow. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's the, like I didn't and I didn't even know it, but I knew that you had this cohort and I knew that they were from different countries but that they all speak different languages and you still are teaching to an international group of students and bringing mm -hmm. leadership and your vision and what you want for the world and people to people all over the world like uh, uh, wow <laughs> <laughs> and it, it has been a blessing amazing. because um, I'm going to keep doing it cohort two I'm going to launch um probably in march so i'm gonna because everybody graduates on saturday but a lot of them are launching their projects between like february so i want to make mm -hmm. sure that they still have me to ask questions and help them to launch because one of my graduates he just won a hundred thousand dollars for his project so i also teach them how to write you know, grants and how to, you know, put their project together so they can get funding. So, you know, it's been great doing that because when, when I graduated from one of my fellows programs, that's something that I didn't get. I didn't get the next step. So that's why I created the Nerdrolling Academy. I said, if I'm going to do a leadership program, I'm going to have to teach the next generation on what's the next step I need to do. Like you're going to graduate from something, but what do I do next? Like, you know, when we graduate from college, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, what do I do? No one gives us the, um, the golden ticket at the end. You know, we get the diploma, but we don't get the next step. So that's what it is with the fellowship program. I'm showing them here's the next steps on what you have to do. And I'm telling you, they have taken the baton and ran with it. When his name is Prime, when he emailed me that he won $100,000 for his project, I cried like a baby because that's mm -hmm. something that I didn't get taught when I was in my fellows program. And I said, I want my fellows to be able to know what to do after they graduate. And a lot of them, they're just like, I can't believe you taught us how to do this for free. 
And I'm like, you guys, you, you know, this is what the leader, this is what leadership is. So two things come to mind. One is that um, it's amazing that you saw, like you said that you were struggling and you went on your lunch break and created this. So again, similarly to NerdGeroInc, but again, the different sectors that come out of NerdGeroInc, I kind of think of it as a web, like NerdGeroInc in the middle, and then there's, you know, the different programs that you just spoke about and outlined. But you took that experience of being really, you know, struggling and being really upset and wanting to do something with it. And you didn't just like let it, you know, fizz out. You like, you, you ran with it. You took it and you built it and you turned, transformed it into light, into strength. Um, and, that's, and that's amazing. Um, but also too, I want all our listeners to be reminded that you're doing this out of your own time, your own energy, your own, this is an organization and you're doing it because, you know, not for fame, not for, you know, making all the money, whatever, whatever you're doing this because this is what's important to you. And because of you want, you want to build yourself up and you want to build the people around you up. And I, I speaking about leadership, I think, you know, you're learning about all these celebrities and all this, you know, what are they doing? Like, like, what's, you know, who, I mean, who cares? But for people like you who, I mean, you're the real deal. I mean, you're, you're doing this because you care about this and you're so passionate and that you have, international cohort like, uh, i'm sitting here just blown away by your story and everything you do in the work and it's inspiring me and i hope it's inspiring the listeners so thank you thank you matthew <laughs> you're welcome um so um tell me about a really cool experience you've had either from running Nerdful Inc. I, I feel like you already have so many cool experiences. Like you've met people from all over the world and you have people translating your own curriculum. Um, uh, amazing. Um, but maybe it's like a high moment that really like made you believe like I've made it or, you know, this is something that is going to really allow you to believe in yourself. What's maybe something in your life or your career that sort of taught you hey, this, you know, this experience really pushed you to believe in what you're doing. I think, so I started Nerd Inc. in 2011. And so 12, 13, and 14 were hard years. Like, no one really knew who I was or what I did. And, um, you know, I kept volunteering at different organizations and, um never knew who was paying attention to me or Nerdral Inc. And I remember 2015, I did an event for bullying prevention. And I remember someone saying, hey, you know, this is very good. Let's use your, your, your program or whatever. And 2016, I received an email from the White House. And I was like, the White House? <sighs> spam <laughs> this is not real and I, I showed it to my mom and um, there's an actress called uh, named Tracy Ellis Ross she um, was sending out the email and she said you have been nominated from people in your community for the White House award and I was like what <laughs> this is a joke mom, come look at this. So I'm sending my mom this. And it was crazy because after I received that, um, after I received that award, I came back to San Diego. And that following week, I got a proclamation from um, my city of San Diego, Tristica McCray Day. 
and then it just went uphill. Like everyone started to know who I was in the community. And they're like, oh, that's that nerd girl. You know? <laughs> and I'm like the nerd girl. And they're like, yeah, you got a, an award from Michelle Obama. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. That's like good. We're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it was a cool experience. You know, going to the White House was, um, a great experience because that's where I met a lot of people from the United Kingdom and um, you know them coming here to the United States and just hearing how you know how they look at us as being the the blueprint they look at Americans and go oh my gosh we have to be like them and um, there were so many people from the United Kingdom and a lot of people from the UN so United Nations, and I remember being introduced to United Nations, and um, they were like, you know, you are potential to be a, 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 you know, work with us, and I was like, okay, you know, just all nonchalant, like, nerdy, I can't work with you guys, I don't have that ability yet, and they were like, no, yes, you do, you have great potential, we, we see it in you, and, you know, ever since then, you know, they get the word out, and um, people start connecting with us. Wow. So it's been 10 years in the running and, you know, it takes some time, but you got going and you recognized by the White House. Um, that's, yeah, that uh, was, that was a, a great experience because um, that award made me realize that people are watching. You know, you may be doing it for years and all of a sudden it'll just happen. And that one particular award just really launched something for Nerdrill Inc. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes people don't tell you day to day, like what you're doing is amazing or I think it's so great or thank you. But you know, when, when sometimes people are watching or people, you know, do recognize that. And then when you get those moments of, to shine and to really be recognized, it's, uh, it's awesome. So great. So we spoke a little bit about how you started Nerdrill Inc. and what's going on now and some of the current programs. And then even just looking ahead a little bit, where do you see yourself and Nerdrill Inc., you know, a year, two years from now? What, do you, what, what are you hoping to continue? I mean, I feel like you've already been so successful in your community and do the podcast now, especially, you know, it gets your word out, but you, that you have a local following, a, a domestic following, an international following. I mean, I feel like you've already done so much in your... You're, you're inspiring people and you're changing people's lives one life at a time with leadership and bully prevention and, and confidence and girls and all these things. But uh, anything you want to do going forward? In two years, um, I see that the children's books will continue. I, I'm mm -hmm. really starting, you know, that was one of the classes that I started taking is how to put a children's book together. So I hope in the next two years that I have at least five or six books published for children. Um, I definitely want to keep the cohort going. Um, yeah, at first I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to do it for one year. And no, I, I really enjoy um, teaching. It has been a blessing. And plus I want, um, I want to see if anybody in, um, 
if anybody local, because one person asked me, did you only just do it international? And I'm like, no. Um, it, as soon as I put the email out, that's what all just came to me was just international people from all over the world, but no one like local, you know, submitted a, um, an application because you do have to submit an application and I do have to review it because there were some people that um, that did apply that I didn't think that they were ready for the cohort. Um, so not everybody who did apply, I let in. There were just people who I just knew who would just run with it because usually a fellows program is a year long, but we only did this one for, I think seven and a half months. So, um, you know, everybody ran with this program. I mean, I was like, you did your homework, you know, homework was coming in. I had to review homework. I had to do this. So definitely the fellows program, um, the children's books. And also I am working on a show pilot. I'm writing a show. So I have, I think four seasons already prepared. So it's a really intense show about self-care, mental health, um, faith. Um, It's a very intense show, but I'm, I'm really hoping that the show will last and someone will pick it up, but it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll make you think about your life. Um, so it's really intense. So I, I can't wait. I've just been crossing my fingers. I want to do, um, I want to finish up the show. I think I have four seasons. So I want to do seven seasons and then present it to someone and say, hey, would anyone like to produce or, you know, direct this show? But that's something I've been working on is a, um, a TV show to go on HBO probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's my goal. That's I, based on the success you've had so far. I think if you put your mind to it and you continue, you know, just just working at it, I, I'm I'm in no doubt. I mean, you've you created your own organization. You have an international following. Mm-hmm. Um, you were recognized by the White House, so that's 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 amazing. That's really amazing. So, if you need an actor, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, your family. You're always going to be part of the family. I'll be like, Matthew, we need somebody. Come on in. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. That's awesome. Something else that I thought about when you were saying that, that you said that you've got a lot of international forms, but not necessarily local forms. I think a lot of times we think that it's easy just to stay in your own bubble, Um, but there's a whole world out there. And we do really well in the U.S. and most of the other countries do well, but there's a lot of countries who aren't doing well um, or aren't as advanced as we are and I think we it's easy to lose sight of that it's easy to go through your day-to-day routine and you know be upset about this be upset about that but you know when you think of the struggles that people go through internationally um, not even the struggles but that you know people are seeking help seeking outreach seeking support and love from people in countries like from ours that really do do well so when you think of the world um, it's very easy to think of the world through, you know, your five-year-old eyes of, oh, it's my backyard, that's the world. But when you think of the larger world, there's so many people and there's so many ways to help. And, you, and that's another area you've tapped into. And again, I'm impressed upon. So thank you. 
Um, and the last question I have is how can people be involved if they listen to this podcast or this you know, interview and they're interested to want to join a cohort, or they're interested to do a podcast, or they're interested to be an ambassador, to be a leader and learn ways to be involved. What's the best way to reach out to you to learn more about the organization? Um, they can reach out through our, our email, which is info at nerdsgruelinc.org, or they can also go to our website, which is www.nerdsgruelinc.org, and look at everything that we do. Because some people, that's where one of my um, fellows found me, and they went on my website. And they were just like, I just liked your smile. (laughs) And I was like, really? And I was like, oh. And um, I was so touched. And I was like, sure. You know, you want to be a part of the cohort? And he said, well, is it hard? (laughs) (laughs) I laughed so hard. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, am I going to have to do a lot of work? And I told him, yes. I said, yes. (laughs) And he said, why do you say it like that? I said, have you ever looked at leadership in your community? And he said, yeah. I said, do you ever look at the good leaders? And he said, no, I always pay attention to the people who are doing bad. I said, that's why you need to be in the leadership program. Because you are going to have to identify the good people and be a good person, be a good leader. So that's the first cohort is identifying, (coughs) excuse me, identifying leadership. And that's the, the first session is the hardest because you have to dig deep on what is leadership and why you even want to be in leadership. So that first session was very hard for everybody because they were like, well, I just want to be a leader because I want to create change. Okay, but why? What do you see? How are people going to identify with you? What does leadership look like in your community and somebody else's community? Like, can I go work in a Hispanic community? Will they accept who I am? So that's something that they never thought of. They were like, that's... I never thought of that in leadership. You want to create change for everybody, not just people who are in your community, but for everybody. Once you identify that, you can go anywhere. And I think that's why Nerdual Inc. has been successful with leadership is because I identified my purpose first, and then I can go into another community and I can say, look, this is what I have been doing for myself, my community, and this is what I think I can do in yours. So if you can't do that, then that's not leadership. You, you have to identify with everybody first. But once you have to find out who you are and you find out who you are, you can go anywhere. It's nothing's too hard when you know who you are. Yeah, because once you have that foundation basis, you could go off of it. And I think that's another good point that leadership is about you, but it's not just about you. There's a lot of selfish leaders um, and they're doing it for the name or they're doing it for the career. They're doing it just because that's, you know, they, they want one thing for themselves. But it's like, is it what the community wants? That the Is it the larger thing at stake? Um, and when 
and that's that's it's horrible when you do something for you for everybody else that's really yeah. beautiful, so. and you said the key word you said foundation and that's something that i taught in my fellows program is that when your foundation is when you first start laying the, the bricks and you start building up if nothing's shaking down below you're good you can keep building but if that foundation starts to shake it's all going to crumble. And we see that around the world in leadership. We have so many people building, but when something happened, it crashes and then we're scattered everywhere. So you said the key word, the foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Anything else you want to uh, cover? Or do you think that... Uh... I just want to say thank you, Matthew. You have done an amazing job. Every podcast you have done has been top-notch you are a leader yourself you know just for listening to your podcast everyone who you interviewed they either wanted to talk more (laughs) or they were just like oh it's ending already so just being a part of your world and seeing what you do was just a blessing um, even the first time I saw you with your family, it was just like, oh, he's a mama's boy. Oh, he, <laughs> he loves his family. I was like, this is great. And, you know, you are a leader and I can't wait to see what your future looks like, especially in um, podcasting because you are top notch. I am so sad when I saw you say, oh, this is going to be my last one. I was like, no. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh and I put on Instagram everybody's like the last one why Matthew was like yeah I was like he's he has his weight he's about to fly higher <laughs> oh I just want to say also um, in closing that it's been uh, I think I said this earlier but when I saw this position I thought it was so great because it both combines what I learned communication wise from my major but also you know, helping people and inspiring people and telling people stories um, and self-care, especially during COVID was so important. Um, And I really enjoyed combining those two. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to do that and for believing in me. And even I remember when you interviewed me, like you're such a good fit. You you just, you, the way you speak and the way that you care about people and the way that you do things and the organization you've created for you and for your larger, for the smaller local and larger community and world. is amazing and your kindness just blew me away from the start and that you just you know are so so willing to you know do what's right and do what's best um and thank you for giving me this opportunity um it was really amazing to have this gig um post graduate (laughs) go post college um and like you said family now so uh once you create those books and you know i'll be following i'll be reading them i'll be following you and uh yeah, so, and, and it's great, you know, that we're connected through, um, you know, that Nurse Room also follow them on social media because through Instagram and Twitter, you're constantly posting updates of things going on in the world that people should be aware of and things going on in the community and um, updates of the organization itself. So um, I'll be following and I hope, you know, the listeners will be inspired to keep up with the great work that you continue to pursue. So 
thank you for being you and thank you for creating this. I loved hearing your story and taking more time to interview you, especially it's your birthday. Happy birthday again. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Matthew. Thank you so much. And thank you for another great, outstanding interview. And I'm so blessed that this last one was with you. Thank you. Nice way to close things out. So awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners who listened and took a ton, some time to listen to this, whether it's live or back at a different time. You can check out the other podcasts on the website that just like Dr. Tristica spoke about. And um, be well, stay well, everyone. These are some weird times, but stay well. <laughs>